You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. No, no, we promise there's a game. I swear to God, there's a game. I yeah. swear there's a game in here. There's there's at least 40 hours of game, I swear, I promise. Greetings, dudes and ladies, welcome back to This Week in Gaming. I'm Proxy. I'm Sarah. And I am Senor Dentista. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, so welcome back to our 69th episode. Nice. Where it, all the news will be read to you. In nude. Um, yes, in the nude. And only by people who do voiceover work for erotica novels. Unfortunately, none of those people could be here. So you yes. get us instead. <laughs> you. They all canceled last minute. It was really weird. Got, I am they, still nude, though. They actually they, got here and then canceled. They called up. Yeah, they're like... Uh, I can't be here today. I have the virus. I can't be here today. I have to come up with a better excuse than this. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I So I showed up at your doorstep. I walked into the studio and I went, what am I doing? I have a career. <laughs> and I left. It's like Robin Williams on Whose Line? Oh, oh God. Boy. The best. It's just like what Robin Williams is thinking right now. And he comes on. He's like, I have a career. What am I doing? <laughs> Um, anyway, so welcome back to our 69th episode. We're going to kick things off with what we've been up to playing this last week. Jeff, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a little bit of everything, as usual. Except for the other week when you were playing, like, three games. Yeah. Which was a really awkward week. So yeah. Give me a, give me a, give me a everything for this week. Um, everything this week. So, to start off the week, I was playing Ultra Sun. Okay. Uh, I went... We made a trip to Target, and Target this week, this month, or for the month of July, had you get free legendaries. <gasps> so you, it's the mystery gift thing. You re- enter the code, and they had the legendaries. So I got that. I got um, Tornadus. Yeah, Tornadus. Okay. Level one hundred. Blah blah blah. Does he evolve into Sharknadus? I wish. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta breed him with Torpedo. Gotcha. Sharpedo. Sharpedo. Thank you. Torpedo. I'm an idiot. Sharpedo um, NATO. Yeah, Sharpedo NATO. Um, <laughs> Am I having a stroke right now? You are. I feel like it. Does anyone else smell toast? <laughs> <laughs> My left side is real numb right now. Um, then later on the week, I actually bought two Mario games for the DS. I bought um, New Super Mario Brothers 2. I've heard great things about that. It's fun. Wait, new? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they like to add new to the front of things. Yeah, everything yeah, is new. <laughs> and then I bought um, Super Mario World 3D or Whoa. new Super Mario World 3D. or There were the words new Mario and 3D and world all in there. Yeah, so it was either world or land. I don't remember. Either way, it's New fun. 3D world Mario. It's like playing original Super Mario, but on the N64, essentially. Neat. Okay. So it's it's got a three-dimensional world right i almost plain bought, simple i almost impulse bought super mario maker but it was i almost did too it was it's still like 30 40 bucks right and i was like ooh. but I mean, we have it for the wii u i know but, but I the can't, wii u's garbage i can't play that in my bed shamefully while i'm trying to sleep that's fair <laughs> um what else have i been playing um i just bought rainbow six siege as you yeah for, for the pc likewise uh, i already have it for the playstation but everyone else is joining the club on the PC, so I guess I got to join the club on the PC <laughs> if I want to have, I don't know, a social life, which I don't have because no one wants to play with me anymore on the PlayStation. I, I do. I just don't have anything good to play on the PlayStation. Uh, like, bitch. Wh- what am I? Jeff, you want to play some Destiny 2 again? Sure. I bought the uh, fucking expansions. Uh, you did. I, I didn't. I will buy you the expansions. It's true. Like I bought It'll you the just like Destiny 1. Yeah, I know. I it's, don't test Jeff with these things. It's not an empty thread anymore. It's not. Because I make enough money. I can. We, we started playing Destiny 1, and then we were like right down at GameStop, and Jeff's like, I need two copies of all the expansions, please. Yep. Like, okay. Yep. And then earlier on today, I got my, well, yesterday I got my beta code for Call of Duty 4. Yep. So today, when it became active, I started playing that. I played like two or three rounds. It's pretty. It looks really nice. It's prettier than three. Um, It's not mildly frustrating. It's very frustrating because I am not a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, not because a team thing. It's because a I don't know the maps yet, and b I it's been years. Really, if you think about it, it's been years since I've actively played Call of Duty. So yeah. hopefully, I'll get the knack by the time it gets over with. Oh, in three days, and then comes back in September. We should try and find some time over the weekend to actually like hop on at the same time because I did download. 
the Black Ops 4 beta today. Yeah. And although I'm not like, oh my god, I can't wait for Black Ops 4 to come out, I but do want to check it with out. You, like, I, I want to check team. it out. I haven't touched a Black Ops game since the first one, aside from like the little bit I've dabbled in three, but I haven't gotten like real deep in a Black Ops game since the first one. Yeah. And that was my kind of my intro to the Call of Duty franchise. Because up until then I hated the but idea of Call of Duty. You're also a- not an FPS guy. And it also it it still is, but when Call of Duty first started, it was really like a there was a culture to it. Yeah, that, that yeah. didn't. Boy, is there! And there's a culture to every game that exists now. It smells so like sweat and yeah. old Budweiser. Like, they were like the jocks of the gaming world. It really was, and like that's it's kind of dispersed now because there's like the Fortnites and the Overwatches and the Animal Crossings. So now it's a little bit more dispersed. But back then, it really wasn't. It was just like we are Call of Duty, and that's it. <laughs> One and of us. Everybody else plays One games, of so. us. Yeah, they were kind of was, being like the standard FPS. So it was basically yeah. you got Call of Duty, you've got Battlefield, and then you've got Halo. Yeah. And those were like the main three. But then if you want if people that wanted war shooters and multiplayer, you were mostly looking at Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Or not, well, Battlefield or Call of Duty. Call of Duty had the bigger following. Yeah. Is what it was. There were too many people playing it on console. I hated every 12-year-old in there. Yep. The only reason really why I stopped playing Call of Duty for a while is because... I wasn't making enough money to play Call of Duty. It's really what it was because they would come out with DLC after DLC after DLC. Oh, yeah, the map packs after map packs. And that was before, like, they had the concept of season passes. Like, Black Ops 1 came out, and they didn't have a season pass yet. You didn't get a season pass until, what, like, a year after Black Ops 2 came out? Something like that? Right around Ghost? Mm. I think so. I can't quite remember where my first experience with the season passes was, but... So, like, I couldn't... And like now, I just I don't wait. I just buy the season pass right away. Because like I had the other that whole thing bucks. with Borderlands Two. Right. I bought Borderlands Two not when it came out, but before they came out with the Game of the Year edition, and they didn't have a um, season pass for it at the time. So right. it was just like you you can buy it and then go home. And I bought like the DLC I cared about. Right. But and even if I don't care about it, I'm still gonna buy it because I'm a collector. Yeah. It's unfortunate. You have a problem. But 90% of my games... It's are a di- hobby. Thank 90, <laughs> 90% of my games are digital, so it's not like they're actually taking up space other than in the cloud. Yeah. Right. Which only really sucks if I want to play a game. Right. Like, I'm thinking about buying Sinuous, uh, Hellblade, Sinuous Sacrifice yeah. for myself. Yeah, because it's on mine. When I try to play it, even though you installed it, it gets all fucked up. I might as well just buy it for my own damn self. Fair. It's like, that sucks. That's I mean, I think sucks. it's on sale right now anyway. That's the only thing that sucks about, like, digital But when you do it. Yeah, that's it. That's all I've been playing. Wow. Yeah. Not a, not a varied list, but yeah, different games than normal. Sarah, in the midst of your yawn, what have you been playing? Sorry. I, this is, like, I've been trying to drink this coffee all day, and it just hasn't. It's a macchiato. It is. I've been drinking it since you guys got back at, like, four. Um. I was finally peer pressured for the first time in my life. It finally worked. Dare did not work on me in fifth grade, and I succumbed to Animal Crossing New Leaf. Like all my friends wanted me to do for all these years. She didn't just Welcome succumb to, to it. She fell into the oh, fucking I, rabbit hole. Yeah, I went straight from like, I'm going to try. She took the blue pill. I'm going to try cocaine this one time to Ray Liotta in goodfellas yeah <laughs> like i have a problem oh, <laughs> and it won't stop i wouldn't say i'm a seasoned pro at the game but your brother helped me a lot when i like i started up the game you know put so your, like i don't know if animal house... crossing has seasoned pros but if ever there it was does. to be one it's cory yeah cory and milo um he to the point where cory came into my town the day after i started so like i came in I became the mayor. I put my house somewhere and I was like, okay, now I'm done. I'm going to go to bed. The next morning he came into my town. Dropped 400,000 bells. I had nothing. He dropped 400,000 bells. He gave me a bunch of tools. He gave me so many tips and helped me so much. Did he give you all the fruit? Uh, He gave me a couple different types of fruit that I didn't have. But then I, now I'm on, I can go to the island, which has basically every type of fruit, depending on where you go. So right. Now it's fine. But when I first started, I was like, oh my God, I can plant cherry trees. <laughs> <laughs> to put it to perspective, people, um, Corey is so seasoned in this that like, if, if you know Animal Crossing, which you do, today he got a golden watering, watering can. can. Which apparently, wow, yeah, like, we're not really like 100% certain, but he watered plants with it 
he watered flowers with the golden watering can, and the flowers turned gold. Yeah. So he brought some over to my town, and I played. It's like with the them. Midas gonna, watering can. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens, but it, it's amazing. It's a really fun game. It's not super micromanagey. Like there does come a point where I'm like, okay, I've done everything that I can, and I'm sick of fishing. I'm done. Fourteen hours later. But it does take a while. And I, I started playing Pocket Camp again today because I was like, okay, now that I know some of these characters, now that I know how the actual game works, I want to see how they got from there to here. Because there hasn't been an, another Animal Crossing in between. Right. Leaf was the best one they did. And I can see where they, they did some of this stuff. But it's also like crazy going back to Pocket Camp, knowing how to play the actual game that it's based off of. Yep. And being like... How do I play this game I used to be so good at? It's crazy. That's all I've been playing. Like, I, I've played a little bit I of Pokemon. I have to ask, what did you name your town? Townsville. Townsville. Oh, God. Yeah. The town yes. of Townsville. I really, really desperately wanted to be the city of Townsville, but it just happened to be the town of Townsville because that's what Animal Crossing does. But in my heart, it's the city of Townsville. I'll, like I will forever call it the city of Townsville. Yeah, from Powerpuff Girls. Because when I was like, oh, fuck, it's under attack. Yeah, when I was naming it, I was like, what? Fuck, I don't know what to do. And then it just, I, I heard that announcer voice in my head. So, oh, it had geez. to be. Did you make your character short with a white mustache? <laughs> no. A big old nose. No, I. I Mrs. Bellwether. I didn't know that. Like when you're you're first playing the game you're on the train with rover and he's asking you a bunch of questions which by the way is really weird and i didn't know that answering the questions certain ways gets you like certain type of eyes and a certain nose so i was just answering fairly honestly and i ended up with a pretty good face that's good i don't like that system because i went to a salon that Corey has in his town that i don't have yet because i haven't earned it and i got a haircut and she like asks you questions and based on your answers you get a certain like cut and color. And I answered wrong because I was looking at the chart that we found incorrectly. So I got a kind of like a lame haircut and I got lavender hair color. So I need, I need to go back to his town and get another haircut. So it's like, that's kind of a weird system to like, not just choose, I want this hair with this color, but to answer random questions and not know what it's you're like getting It's like if, uh, if Quizilla and opened a uh, salon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best way to put it it's like those buzzfeed quizzes but with actual consequences not yeah. not putting you weird. into whatever house in harry but, potter i mean the game is like five years old so whatever but it's really fun oh god i can't believe i waited this long it's a little crazy i like i keep tr- like forgetting about it and then i pick it back up and i'm like well here goes another few weeks of my life yeah then you yawn and you realize it's been five months yep yeah you're like oh where'd the time go and I, apparently, like, when you disappear for a really long time and you come back, your villagers, like, are really mad at you because you left. So I'm, Yeah, I'm, like, like, you've been gone for, for X amount of months. I thought you died. Yeah, I'm excited for that because... It's going to happen eventually. I know myself. I know I'm going to give up on this game in probably a couple weeks and be like, the I'm The thing I it. find really fun about it is because it runs in real time, like, events like Halloween, New yeah. Year's, uh, winter holidays, basically the winter solstice, I think, is yeah. what they base it around. Um Still festive like Christmas, but, yeah. you know, like the major holidays, you can actually go and they have other events going on. I like that, that f- the world feels like it continues existing with or without your presence. Yeah, I like it. I like that there's consequences to things like running over if, plants. Yeah, like if I earn if I want to build a bridge, I have to put the money towards the bridge and then I have to wait at least a day for it to actually build. It's it's not like I can just have like, okay, I have 400,000 bells in the bank. I can just fix my town. No, I have to wait and be patient. And the ADHD person in me hates that. But <laughs> And it's it's nice because that it's just because it's a real-time system as opposed to being like you can wait or you can buy this being yeah, done now. I hate that. I much prefer having to wait cuz it's well, it's good for me. It's I'd good. rather just buy just it. Make it rain. Yeah. <laughs> I make No, I'm gonna make it money. hail. I no, it's good for me to Sock learn. Full of pennies. Sometimes I have to wait and be patient. Oh, man. That's me. What have you been playing? Yeah. Okay, so we finished Wolf Among Us on Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have to go back and That was great. Out. Except for the fact that again, I had issues with the capture card. I'm just I'm done streaming from PS3 for a while. 
which is fine because I think that was the last big game I really wanted to do on PS3 aside from Catherine. Yeah. Which I'll just wait till the HD comes out on PS4. It's out, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't looked. I'll look. But um, so then we needed something for Wednesday. So we played the the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, which takes place in the Life is Strange universe. Yeah. Free game. Love it. Hate it. Oh, Uh, love it because it's a really, really good game. Yeah. And it's it ties so closely into Life is Strange because like you're a kid living with your single father. Father's a total drunk. Great. Does not have his life together. And he goes very violently back and forth between like wanting to be your best friend and play pretend superheroes with you and wanting you to just butt out of his existence. Oh. And so like you're just doing your kid stuff. It's winter. It's almost Christmas. So mm-hmm. you're playing with your action figures and, you know, dad's like, oh, what are you hoping Santa gets you for Christmas? And like all that kind of stuff. You're basically doing all the housework. So mm-hmm. there's a little OCD um, Detroit Become Human housework simulator aspect <laughs> to it. The best. Which I actually enjoyed. But the game, it builds up and it builds up and it's very slow about how it starts to build. And then things build up and it's it's like it's about to get to the climax, climactic point where you're like, oh, something's about to happen to be continued. Roll credits. Oh, and I'm like, no. So like what Life is Strange did. Basically. So like, am I excited for them to hopefully put out another chapter to this? Yes. Yes. I'm going to spend money on it. But they, they could have framed it like that. Like, this is part one of, like, a separate little project we did. Right. But, no, they're basically, like, it takes place in the Life is Strange unit. They have to be doing something more with it. The way that it abruptly ends um, is, like, there's a million ends it opens up, and then it goes game over. They just released a new trailer for Life is Strange 2. A new teaser, yeah. New teaser trailer. I have that in Within the last two days. Yeah. Sweet. I didn't put that in. That's actually the next game we're playing is the first Life is Strange. Not before the storm, but just Life is Strange. Yeah, because you got it through PS Plus, right? Yep. And then um, yeah. actually Static was like, if by the time you have finished Life is Strange, you don't have the money, I will buy you through uh, before the storm so you can play that immediately after. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to say no. You don't have to do that. But if you do, I will definitely play it. Right. So I'm very excited for next week to start that. And then more Earthbound on Thursday. That game is adorable. It's crazy, isn't it? It is. I got to the point where there's like the pencil blocking your path and you oh have to go God. and talk to Apple Kid and get the pencil eraser to erase the pencil. Oh, my God. <laughs> there goes my head. Uh, I'm riding a bicycle now. I got a slingshot. There's the like so much now? weird. Yeah. You're pretty far, actually. I'm, I'm riding around town. It's pretty great. So that game is super fun. And other than that, I actually started dabbling in Warframe. So I've we've all kind of been at this lull. Uh, I'm. I don't know if you so much because you just got an Xbox and you've been doing a lot of stuff. No, with like I've been Game out a Pass, lot. But it's that time of year. You know, it's summer. We're waiting for fall games to come out. And I'm at that lull where I'm like, I don't really like I have a lot of games. I have yeah. a lot of games I haven't played. I have no games right now that I like actively. Oh, man, I really want to play this. Yeah. Same. You're burnt, from, you're burnt out like the rest of us. Right. Aside from Rainbow Six Siege, which I just picked up this morning and haven't played yet. Right. Uh, which is on sale on Humble Bundle. I'm going to plug that since we've been talking about Rainbow Six anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's on sale on Humble Bundle, normally 40 bucks for the starter edition. It's 20 It's bucks 20 now. right now. Uh, if you've been looking at it on Steam, you'll notice it's 15 bucks. That is the starter edition, not the standard edition. There's this whole long article about the difference between the two. Basically, the starter edition just makes your operators more expensive as far as prestige goes to buy. So it, it's worth that extra five. It's worth the extra five as far as I'm concerned. Can to you cut down on the time. link that um, article? Yeah, we can link in that our, in the show in notes. Show notes. Uh, also in the show notes, we'll have linked the uh, our affiliate link with Humble Bundle to the Ubisoft sale that's going on right now. Because it's not just Rainbow Six. It's everything from Ubisoft is yeah. on sale right now up to 80% off. Which is crazy. So it's, it's there's a lot of really good deals over there. And using our affiliate link doesn't. It doesn't make anything more expensive. It, it just, just lets us them know some. that we sent you. It's finder's fee. Basically. And it helps out charity. So like everyone wins. It's, it's yeah. all good stuff. So, but because I'm like, I kind of want to get back into Destiny 2, but I really would rather wait until the next expansion drops. And because September, October, I think September, October, yeah. somewhere in that realm, uh, because that promises to be really good. I'm excited for it, but that's still, you know, waiting for fall. So I'm like, well, in the meantime, uh, I wonder what I should check out. And of course, there's a bunch of free games right now that I've dabbled in here and there. And but none free of games really can only great. go so far normally. Mm. I'm like, I need something. I like Guild Wars 2, but it's starting to become more of a chore 
than a game. I, I'm guessing that's probably just because I'm still in the beginning and I don't like raid with anyone. I don't have a party together. Yeah. I don't have the expansions, whatever the case may be. Right. It's, it's slowed down. So I was like, well, what can I get into? And I was talking at work with uh, with Talking High Def, John, and uh, we were talking a little bit. He started playing Warframe a while ago and like just dabbling in it here and there. And I was like, you know, I'll I'll give that a go because he was explaining it. He's like, it's kind of like a third person destiny, but with space ninjas. Yeah. And I was like, that I remember watching doesn't sound bad. I think it was the trailer that we watched during the Games Awards for Warframe. Yeah, it was during for an expansion. That they kept they kept on playing during the game awards, you know, fuck the Oscars. Uh, yeah, fuck the Oscars. Honestly, Warframe is for a free game absolutely beautiful, and there's a lot of things that they do that are like you can obviously you can spend money for more platinum. Platinum is used to buy different things. Mm-hmm. But I was watching a really good tutorial from uh, PlayStation Grenade that explains like don't use your platinum on these things because you're going to earn them in the later game. Right. Save your platinum for these things, which you cannot earn later in the game. Yeah, like I'm looking at at frames right now, and solid looking. I I've ne- I never even my gave graphical it. settings. I'll have to show you after the podcast, but like my graphical settings are medium, and it looks phenomenal. Wow! And you're playing this on the PC? Yep, because it's also on it's the also PS- on PS4, four. Xbox One, um, on everything, and it's all free. Yeah, and it handles really well. It looks really good. Mm. Uh, after I learned how to bullet jump, it's one of those things. Like when I was playing Quake. And I had to learn how to strafe jump. Right. Less well, difficult. Yeah. But e- it's a lot easier to bullet jump. But once you get a hang of bullet jumping, there's just no other way to move around. It's so good. You performed with the curve. Is that what and it was. I'm like, I'm able to play with pretty much anyone I know that games on PC because it's a free game. Right. So Mr. Zanke and I were playing the other day and we went on like one mission. They're short. It's kind of like Destiny where you you load up your map of here's all your missions that you need to go on on this planet. Right. And you click on one and it drops you in and it's going to take you maybe five to 15 minutes, depending on how in-depth you're getting with things. And then it hops you back to your ship. You can customize the dickens out of the color scheme for both your Warframe, which is your character, and you can wear different Warframes. It's kind of like an anthem sort of thing where you have different suits and they do different things. Uh, You unlock a lot of them as the game goes on. You can customize the colors and stuff. It's pretty neat. Um, If you do decide to try it out, like... Think a little bit about which one you want to start with, because I was like, oh, how do I make a new character? You don't make a new character. You start with that one. You start with one, and then you have to earn the other ones. Okay. So, you know, it's not like, oh, I picked the wrong thing. It's make a new character by making a new account. Basically, yes. Um, But it is, it's real good. I also found a really neat uh, thing. I think it was GameRanks today, like a 10 strange facts about Warframe. And one of them was that the name Warframe actually came from a build that Boeing was working on for jets. Huh. I, th- I think it was fighter jets. I could be wrong, but it was like the Warframe for the plane. Right. And it never really came to fruition. The name is now being recycled. And Oh, that's cool. That's unfortunate for the jets because that's fucking sick. <laughs> right. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. But that game is super fun. It's a very much like I have a half an hour of free time. I'll pick it up. I'll put it back down again. Whatever. Right. So. It's a time killer. Mm. It is. Uh, outside of that, I don't think I've actually been playing much of anything. I started trying to be a little more active uh, in the Twitch community as far as a viewer goes. Nothing from uh, Nutaku? I actually haven't played anything from Nutaku this week. Wow. wow. Yeah, I... Dropped the ball. I did. It's okay. I haven't... It's one of those things, like, I was doing mostly mobile games, and I'm like, eh, mobile games. So That's I figured fair. maybe I'd get something and install it on the PC, but then I just haven't really like found the time. Yeah. I've been so busy with other games that I, I haven't really uh, yeah. delved into well, Nutaku. The other games are your projects too, so. Mm. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah, working on a lot of different things, trying to get everything all set up. But I feel like it's a, it's a lot more targeted now, so that's that's good. But that's what I've been playing this last week. Uh, we finally have news on... <laughs> We're going to do our games that are releasing next week, and then we finally have news on Game Pass, PlayStation Plus, and Twitch Prime, Prime yep. which I, I just got all my Twitch Prime games the other day, so I'm excited. Yeah. So games releasing next week on Tuesday, August 7th, we'll see Dead Cells for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, Hyper Universe for Xbox One, and Overcooked 2 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, which... At least the first Overcooked, I feel like, is a game we should pick up before the charity stream. Oh, my God. In November. Yeah. Because it, so it is so funny. Like yeah. that and um, uh, Beast War, Beast Gang, Gang Beast, Gang Beast. It's uh, 
whatever it's a you say. Strange, strange game. I saw it at TwitchCon last year, and it was goofy AF. Okay. Like, well, maybe, but that's a PC thing, I think. I'll have to see if they have it on console. Yeah, I, I don't. I haven't done my research on it. But good job. Uh, Twitch Prime games for oh <laughs> wow Thursday Thursday August 9th, Monster Hunter World for PC and Okami HD for Switch. Thank God that game is going to more systems. Mm. Uh, Friday August 10th, Madden NFL 19 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, big and seller. We Happy Few another big seller. for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. We I'm don't... really excited for that game. I'm also excited because Sunday. Uh, when you're, yeah, so Sunday, I'm going down to GameStop. It's their marketing week, so they're switching out posters. <gasps> I don't know if they are going to be getting rid of the We Happy Few poster. We're going to have to go. You guys can come with. Yeah. It'll be great. I mean, we do, we have a car. You do. <laughs> but we can, we have to go on no, Sunday. You're not allowed so to go to GameStop <laughs> unless unless I, I give permission. <laughs> we'll have to go, because first of all, I love free yep. posters. Second of all, I really want to shop some new games, because all I have is Animal Crossing and Pokemon. <laughs> It's a little unacceptable. Okay. That, I, like, I'm going to turn down a GameStop trip. Yeah, I know right. I'm trying to convince you. Shucks. <laughs> oh, gee, I got to go to that place. No, they Darn. don't know me by first name. What is gaming? There's literally like more people there that know you by face than people who don't. And it's because they're all new or seasonal. It's like sad. It's getting close to that, the time of. I can't, I still can't like get over the fact that my first, my. It was like my second or third shift working there was a 12-hour Black Friday shift. God. That was nuts. Anyway, back to games. It's Twitch. So Twitch Prime games for August. We have from now until August 31st, Twitch Prime members can get Antihero, Death Squared, uh, Jotun, Valhalla Edition, SteamWorld Dig, and Wizardry, Wizardry Bundle, which is Wizardry 6, 7, and 8. I don't know what happened to the first five. Uh, they, no one cares, I guess. I guess. They're DOS games. <laughs> yeah, right. They're hanging out with, uh, Orcs versus Humans and the first Elder Scrolls. Yeah. So, and then we've got Xbox Game Pass for August. Available now, we have Hitman, Ri Hitman Rise, Son of Rome, uh, Dead Rising 2, Ruiner, The Escapist, The Walking Dead. It's Dan the Walking Dead edition of The yeah, Escapist. Yeah, The Escapist. Yeah. Um, is that Dandara? Yep. Okay, yeah, I just want to make sure I I'm pronouncing that. Connect Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure. And um, just a side note for Hitman, that's the new, that's the latest Hitman that came out, and that's the complete season one edition. Huh. Uh, I don't know if you've tried Rise, Sons of Rome yet. I haven't. Um, I was talking about it with Bossman Kevin because he bought it last month. Yeah. Uh, for like $7 on sale or something like that. It's like a six-hour game from what he was saying, but it's phenomenal. Wow. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm probably going to load up... Um, because For Honor was one of the the uh, games with gold this month. I'm going to try Ooh. that out. And that's, it's like a Viking-esque. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, almost Dark Souls-y. My brain went to Dishonored first, and then I was yeah. like, no, wait, For Honor. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was going to, I was thinking about looking at that. Because for the longest time, I've been looking at it. Like, should I buy it? Should I not? Because it's always been, like, on sale on, like, the PlayStation Network. And now it's free on games with gold. So it's like... Yeah. All right, I'll pick it up now. Yeah, yeah right. Just stop buying games for a while. Fuck, I dropped my notes. Basically. Yeah. So, PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And PlayStation Plus games for August, we have for the PS4, Mafia 3, and Dead by Daylight. PS3, which I thought they were going to stop doing forever ago. Uh, Bound by Flame. Serious Sam 3, BFE. BFE. Oh, man. I got to clear up some room on my PS3. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I have Serious yeah. Sam 2 on Steam because Static bought it for me. Oh. What a what a guy. Shout out. Uh, for the Vita, we have Draw Slasher and Space Hulk. And PlayStation Plus August begins Tuesday, August 7th. And you can get July games until then. And yep. there's actually two more games that are available for PSVR, but they're... No one has... Yeah. We don't have are. PSVR, so... so it, we don't care. It's not relevant. Um, and I'm, not, I'm not sure... I don't remember what they are. I couldn't... I didn't... Okay. Uh, I'll have to look at the article. Um, but um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not sure if any of those are... Any of the games that aren't PS4 are cross compatible at all? I don't know. I'll I'll find out when we go to download them on Tuesday. Yeah, so oh, exactly. And, uh, all the PS3 and PS Vita ones. PS3 and PS Vita both stop in like what March, March. or April of next year? Yeah. So <coughs> March nineteenth. Bless you. I guess enjoy it while we can. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's that's all the stuff that's coming out in the next week that you have podcast, to look forward guys. to. No. See you so we will be right back in just a moment with your gaming news. Do you love listening to This Week in Gaming? Do you want to see the crew start live streaming on Twitch again? 
How about geeky unboxing videos? Do you like those? And do you love hearing your name at the end of things you love? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you may suffer from Yaduditis. Thankfully, there is a cure. Talk to your wallet about Yadud Patreon. Patreon is a platform that allows people who love things to help directly support those things they love to keep them running. We have many different prescription strengths, or reward tiers, to choose from, and they start as low as $1 per month. Don't suffer from Yaduditis for another day. Head over to patreon.com backslash yadude and become a driving force behind the future of WYDG. Side effects may include becoming awesome, feeling connected, sense of community, a renewed love of gaming, and the knowledge that you're helping make our dreams a reality. Do not use Patreon if you are under the influence of alcohol. We are not responsible for any misplaced decimals in your pledge. That's patreon.com backslash yadude. Pledge today. This Week in Gaming has been brought to you in part by For Love of Nerd. If you're into comics, let's be honest, who isn't? And you're into long distance romance. Is there any other way? But maybe you're thinking, hey, this super hot romance has to be well drawn by a guy that really knows his way around a drawing tablet, if you know what I mean. Boy, have we got a treat for you. Middle Ground is a comic produced by For Love of Nerd and is exactly what you've been looking for. Head on over to webtoon.com and search Middle Ground, or just check the link in the show notes and show our buddy some love. All right, back to the show. Welcome back, and I'm going to throw it on over to Jeff for housekeeping. Housekeeping. Uh, all right, so for posterity, this is This Week in Gaming, as Proxy said, episode 69. Nice. Nice. Uh, it is, we are recording on Saturday, Friday, July 27th. <laughs> nope. No? July 27th. Today's August 3rd. Yeah, it's August 3rd, man. Wow, hi, my name's Jeff. Uh, I'm new. <laughs> It sure is. So we are recording on Friday, August 3rd. <laughs> this hits your earballs on Saturday, August 4th. I'm sorry. You said you wrote Saturday right here and I automatically thought it was the next Saturday. Did I do it wrong? I'm sorry. You did. I just want to, if you don't know why we're like laughing that 69 is funny and you are above the age of 30, please don't Google it. If you are a family <laughs> member... Please don't Google it. And if you do Google it, you cannot talk to us about it later. Ever. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, come on. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on from there, uh, we're going to get into our some news. Some news. Into our some news. Into uh, we're going to get into some stuff, some garbage. Um, it actually hasn't really been a great week, honestly. We outsource uh, for the translation on this episode. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. All your base belong to us. All your base are belong to us. Someone set up us the bomb. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> a winner is you. Okay, so PS4 form, firmware update is coming soon. And if you've signed up to be a beta tester for the Sony software, uh, the invites for the beta of the 6.0 firmware have gone out in emails tied to your account. Uh, any new have features? They or are they? They have as okay. of today, as of Friday. Uh, any new features or updates that firmware 6.0 may bring a, may bring are a mystery for us for now, but we'll know within the next week, honestly. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be another overhaul where we install it and go, what is this garbage? And then a week later, we're like, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. And it's funny. Only like, you two go, what is this garbage? I'm like, okay, whatever, changed. I, li <laughs> I liked the latest update because it made things more organized. But like, <laughs> Sony was like, well, all of our beta testers are sworn to secrecy. I was like, bitch, that doesn't matter. If you can't kill me by like... I'm sworn to secrecy, and if I break it, you fucking shoot me in the head. If that's not the case, I'm telling everybody. I don't know. I don't. I don't read. I don't. I'm not signed up for it, so I don't know what their NDA actually I is. Have, yeah, I don't know, but but uh, I'm sure there's some uh, crazy stuff in there. I feel like an NDA is a suggestion. You know? No, it's a legal implication. It's just a suggestion. It's a suggestion of you follow this or you go to jail. It's fine. <laughs> It's just a suggestion. Polite suggestions until the company decides a, to release things or Walmart lets you know. Yeah. It's a suggestion as long as you stay Thanks, anonymous. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> okay. So moving on from that, that was just something a little quick. Uh, some actual, some Super Smash Brothers Ultimate news. So in, in anticipation of the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate release in December, Nintendo is releasing three Super Smash Brothers themed GameCube controllers that will work on the Switch. I'm so excited. <gasps> yeah. This is so, so fucking cool. The the three themes, which I've seen all three of them, uh, not in person, but you, like yeah. on. You should click on the links that I have in the show notes and look at the pictures. On screen. Um, the three are a Link Legend of Zelda theme, a Pikachu theme, and a Mario theme. Yeah. 
And for for listeners oh who my. aren't in this room, just go Google it. It's there. They look really fucking sick, though. I want all three of them. That Legend of Zelda one's like a pastel blue. I yeah. like it. Look at the Pikachu one. That and the um, the emblem. Yeah. The Hylian shield right in the middle there. The Pikachu one is so cute. It's so I like the, yellow. the emblem is Pikachu. Yes. I I see. They could have gone one of two ways with that. It could have been Pikachu or it could have just been the Thunderbolt. Yeah. It's true. Like but at that point, it's just like an electric controller. Well, no, because if it was a Thunderbolt, then you the, the handles to it, you would have painted it as his tail. Oh, maybe, I guess. I like this, though, where it's like simple. It's very cool. Go look. I like up. it. Yeah. Either way, go look them up. Um, so the controllers are designed to be almost identical to the original GameCube controller with only minor changes for switch functionality, like the addition of a small home button. Yeah. Like, duh. Uh, the controllers will be u- usable via a 10 foot USB. So they're not wireless. They're not going to be wireless. They no. never will be wireless. No. When you're playing something like Smash Brothers, you really need to not have the ping time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really. I feel like if you're. If you're going, why isn't it wireless? You're probably not a hardcore Smash player. Yep. Yeah. My assumption. Well, I've noticed that. I've noticed the difference from playing wirelessly using the Wii U yep. Pro Controller to plugging in the Pro Controller and that ping time's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or when you've got a party of eight people, you know, seven Pac-Mans and a Kirby. <laughs> and, and you're playing and like a whole bunch of people are on the actual GameCube adapter. Yep. Where you're using an actual GameCube controller plugged into the system, and then you've right. got your one person who's on the Wii U gamepad. Yep. And you're just like, well, I mean, I have my own screen, which is great, but... See, now the thing is, is, are they going to come up with an adapter? For the actual GameCube controllers? Probably not. Well, that Because now the... they don't need to. That's why they're making a GameCube controller for Smash. Well, that right. was the original, like, kind of thing that they... That was... I don't want to say leaked, but that people were saying was well, going to happen was they were going to release a Switch adapter for GameCube controllers. So I don't know if that is in the plans or if it's not in the plans Or if now. like another company that would be Mad Cats-esque. Yeah. So like Afterglow, if they came out with one that was compatible or something. Yeah. Or, you know, there's going to be at least Afterglow controllers. Oh, yeah. There always are. Unfortunately. And they always suck. One of them yep. is going to be Player Zoldo. 2. Zoldo. Zoldo. And Sanic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Um, so no release date yet for those controllers, but Super Smash Brothers Ultimate does release as of December 7th. Yep. So I can't pro- wait. It'll probably, they'll probably release like a week after, if not on the day that they release. Like, I can't imagine they would release any sooner or any later right. in the game, you know? Oh, no. Uh, I'm very excited. Though, if they release later, they'll literally release for Christmas. Yeah. I'm really, which is like two weeks later. Right. So I want this game and I want at least the Zelda and the yeah. Pikachu controllers. Yeah. Because hell yeah. Well, you can't play Smash on anything but a GameCube controller. I mean. I'm not good at Smash at all. I'm just there to have a good time. I'm good at Smash. I'm, I'm one there. of the few that's good at Smash on an N64 controller. I'm just there to be a Kirby in a world of Pac-Mans. That's fair. <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> me at a buffet. It literally me though. Um, so moving on from that little more Nintendo news, technically. So the NES Classic um, has been announced as being June June of 2018's best selling console per unit, yep. uh, according to retail analyst NPD Group. Uh, this is a first for any NES software, any Nintendo software. Ever since NPD Group uh, started tracking games and consoles in 1995. Uh, Nintendo hasn't yet announced any plans to stop manufacturing and selling the NES Classic, but time could come any day. I think this so is interesting. So like, they must have sold a, a lot. Well, couple hundred thousand. They, the thing about it is the PS4 won by money because it costs money. Right. It's a $400 system. Exactly. But the, the So the fact that the NES Classic sold out by unit is kind of crazy. Right. Because... I, I tried really hard to figure out how to do the math of like, okay, this was 60 bucks and these were 400 bucks. So how many of these probably sold and how many of these? And I couldn't do it. I couldn't figure it out because I'm too stupid. But like, it's not that surprising that the month that this came back, it, it was the highest selling right. unit because people wanted it so badly. They couldn't find First of all, they didn't make enough the first time. Right. It sold out wicked fast. They only fast. had them available for like 20 minutes. And then they were like, oh, we're not making them anymore. Now they have. Of course, people are buying them. Of course, it it won. Right. And I don't know if when they're going to stop making them. But I think that the next few months, they'll probably be high up there in units sold versus like 
other consoles where they'll win at dollars because people love collecting shit. That's why they buy this. That's true. So people do love collecting shit. <laughs> so sad news, a little sad news. Um, GameStop is ending their Elite Pro program. Yeah. So there were three tiers. I, I put this in the notes. I don't remember where. But there were three tiers, and it was free, but you were signed up. Yeah. There was Pro, which was 15 bucks a year, and you had a bunch of perks and shit. And then there was Elite Pro, which was 30 but you got way more perks, and it was really cool. And you were very excited when they started doing I was. That. I was one of the first people to do it, me and Proxy, actually. Yeah. Um, so GameStop is limiting its Elite Pro tier of memberships as of this past week, uh, the 1st of August. Uh, if you're an Elite Pro member, your benefits will last until your renewal date. Yep. Uh, when you uh, will be able to swap down to a regular pro member or the free player member. Um, since the beginning of this year, GameStop has had a lot of pressure from investors and allegedly a lot of threats about buyouts, which may have yep. sparked the end of the Elite Pro tier, not even a year after it began. Um, it does make sense that they, with the threats of buyouts, they do this because... Like, currently, I get a decent discount yeah. having the Pro Elite. A discount and trade-in. Right. I mean, it's an extra 10% per thing. You and get, I think it's like twice as many points mm -hmm. when you trade things in and Triple, whatever. double or triple sometimes. Yeah. So I can get, what well, like, you could, in theory, buy a whole console with your points. Just about. And that's kind of crazy. So I can get why it's a problem. And maybe they just didn't sell enough of the elite ones because people were like well it's the same benefits but slightly better i i think they sold plenty it's just now the numbers are coming back and they're realizing that they're losing more money than they yeah. expected to because of the discounts yeah so it sucks but at least you'll probably just go back to pro oh yeah i'm not gonna not, not have a membership it. No, it's not worth it that's asinine yeah so this um, is kind of yeah. Said. I, I feel bad because like we have friends at GameStop. I love our GameStop people. Yeah. I've always loved GameStop and I don't want it to go out of business. I feel like GameStop is always on the verge though because of the nature of how things change. Yeah. Just mm. I'm gonna be sad that I can't be an elite pro. It's it's funny because like I got the email on August 1st. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got an email. I'm like, what the hell is well, this? And I, I, think, I didn't like translate properly to me. Like we're ending the Elite Pro. Yeah. And As then a, like two days later, I actually read the article that. Or like a day later, I mm -hmm. sent you the article and I read it. I was like, oh, OK, so they just weren't making enough money. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, it was like as of August 1st and it's like, wait, it is August 1st. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure I can even pull up the email but, still. It's like, as yeah. of August 1st, the it's elite pro is gone. It's like, whoa, they whoa, just, I paid for that. Yeah. Well, that's why they're like, it's going to last until your renewal date, which for you, I think is in January. Something like that. It's and, either January or December. But like, no nobody, new members nobody can sign knew. up. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So I, that's what I think that's they just kind of worded it. Funky. Yeah, so they worded it. So I'll read the email that I actually got it says the power ups, power up rewards elite pro membership level is retiring as of 8118. This means that your elite pro membership will not be available for renewal after your current membership period. Yep. In the meantime, you'll retain your elite pro benefits through your membership period. And then it goes on to detail what you get currently yep. or what the, no, well, what you get, but what, um, pro members yeah. get, not elite pros. And yeah. I got that three days ago. So on so the, first, the first, yeah. And this is, that's when this article is from. And I was like, it is the first, but okay. Yeah. Like it, they, it's, it almost feels like someone was supposed to send out that email a month ago and they, it was like sitting in their outbox. Oh, it was July 31st, technically when I got it, Ah. <laughs> but they probably sent it at like midnight or like, yeah. you know, 1159 PM. Yeah. And was like, oh, shit, I forgot to send this. Better send it to the boss real quick. They, like, sent it and then disconnected from the Wi-Fi, so it was just sitting in their outbox. Right, yeah. Like, happens to me all the time. Yep. Um, moving on from that sad news, a little bit more sad news. This one doesn't really pertain to us as much because we no, don't subscribe. But it is, like... But it's still sad for people who do, do subscribe. Yeah. So, Gamefly, as of August 31st, will be shutting down their online streaming service. Uh, not their desk rental service. That's still going to be a thing, uh, which has been going strong for the last 15 years since Gamefly started. Allegedly, according to them. I, I had it for a while. Same. When we lived uh, in Peterborough. I remember seeing all the ads for it with um, G4 TV. Yep. Yeah. I'm, Gamefly is a very, their advertising is on point. When I started my Gamefly account, the PS3 wasn't even out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
I remember renting games through them for my PS2. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the streaming service provided, uh, Gamefly provided, uh, couldn't keep up with services like Game Pass, yep. PS Plus, PlayStation Now. And like apparently Prime. this ties back into the, the GameStop one. Apparently Amazon also used to have like a weird trade-in system. For games yep. where like you trade in and you get certain credits towards new games and whatever. Amazon is the reason why most yeah. of these companies are shutting off certain programs. Jeff Bezos suck my dick. That's why he's the most he's the richest man in the world. Yeah. And he's doing nothing with it. Yeah, Apple's a, a trillion dollar company now. Not Amazon. Yeah. Wow. But like it, it, it is Amazon. Yeah. It's all Amazon. It's always Amazon. Economics. But this this probably sucks for like the few thousand people who use this i don't really know how gameplay would have worked in a streaming service because i i would have probably done the disc rental if i had ever signed up for gameplay right but as soon as i read a headline that says gamefly is shutting down you're like oh shit i will actually be sad because i've never subscribed to it but i feel like it's been there forever i mean so far 15 years so in real commercials it's been in video game commercials gamefly is like the last surviving rental store type deal yeah they're like the blockbuster but you don't have a physical location kind of deal yeah mm-hmm. where it's probably one of the few places i can go and find games like playstation 2 games mm-hmm. yeah you can still go on there and find old ass games that they used to rent out because they still Cube, have them xbox yep. original xbox it's crazy yeah it's crazy um so moving on from there um to tie everything up well not really i have like little things after to tie up i have a big thing after this to tie up what's in my notes and not in my heart um (laughs) kingdom hearts 3 uh speaking of hearts uh kingdom hearts 3 developers promise that the main story of the game will contain about 40 to 50 hours of content uh the total time it would take to complete everything in game including mini games could be closer to 80 hours um, as of right now, I always say this with Kingdom Hearts, the projected date for Kingdom Hearts 3 to come out is January 29th, 2019 yeah. for PS4 and Xbox One. I just think that's interesting that they're like, no, no, we promise there's a game. I swear to God, there's a game. I yeah. swear there's a game in here. There's there's at least 40 hours of game. I swear. I promise. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. Um, most of them are. I'm only a little excited about it. I my hype train went way off the rails and crashed and burned about five years ago. I am yeah. excited for all of my friends who are very excited. Like I'm excited for them. You're excited for Misa. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm like I've never really been into Kingdom Hearts. I really kind of hope that it 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 comes out and a little later on down the line I get a chance to actually play it and it, yeah. it rekindles that love I once had for Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. But am I gonna pre-order it? Yeah, I'm not looking to no, pick it up no. on launch day. It's not gonna. It's not something that's. The I top know people of my who pre-ordered list. it when it was first announced. Christ, <laughs> that's a big leap of faith. Well, they pre-ordered it when it was first announced, and they paid it off. And at some point in time, GameStop was like, "We have to give you your money back." Honestly, yeah, because if you don't know when a game's coming out, that sixty bucks is just there. Like, should be like, sitting there. There should be like a rule, like if a game gets pushed back more than like three times, you have to give the money back. Or a credit or something. Yeah. Store credit or your cash back. Yeah. That's but, why that's why there's this one guy who uses GameStop as a bank. Why not? He he pre-orders every game and then when he needs money, he just cancels the pre-order and takes his money back. There's no interest. There's no risk. Except GameStop shutting down as a company. It's genius. They don't like it, but they, what can they do about it? Yeah. Not much. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they're they're still gonna take your money regardless, so yep. Um, moving on from that stuff that's not in the notes, um, Nerf today or yesterday, I don't see what I think date. I think I heard about this today. So yeah, four hours ago. So, uh, Nerf announced that the Diva Blaster is coming yeah. to oh! their Overwatch series so of week, Nerf guns next year. It looks fucking sick. So last week we heard about Reaper. This week we're hearing about Diva. Yep. I'm really, if we have another one next week then it's pretty much confirmed that every week we're going to have a new one. Right. Um, it's cute. It looks like Diva's little pistol, uh, even down to the point of having the little bunny charm. <laughs> it's nice. so cute. Out of all of them, like I'm a soldier main and a tracer main, I'm going to buy the Diva one out of all of them. Yeah. Diva was my first, so. 
I'll probably pick it up, mount yeah. it on the wall, exactly. make it look pretty. Yeah. And then when people come over, I'll take it down and I'll shoot at them. It'll right. be fun. Like yeah. we always do. It's I fine. really hope they come out with uh, Sombra's guns. Oh, uh, the Uzis? They yeah. probably will. I don't. I, I can't foresee why they would not include anybody's. The only, only one that they wouldn't really bring out is like Doomfist because that's just a fucking boxing glove. Yeah, maybe that one. <laughs> they could probably still do it. It's just like a glove fitted with the It's a sock and bopper. Yeah. It's a foam glove. Yeah. Sock and bopper. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's all I have. Okay, so you do you can do your big okay. thing and then I'll do my little things. So Jeff, I'm assuming you, like me, have lost much of your life to Magic the Gathering. Oh boy, have I. <laughs> so and you know very well what it takes to get into Magic the Gathering and play amongst the top players. Thousands. So much money is is what goes into it. So many booster packs, so many expansions. So many times. So many rule changes. Oh. So much going on. Yeah. So it was announced at Gen Con 2018 that the... What's his name there? Uh, creator Richard Garfield, who worked on Magic the Gathering, has come up with a new card game called Keyforge. Uh, to quote directly, there's an IGN article on it, and I'm going to verbatim give you a quote here. He said, similar to Magic, Keyforge is a 1v1 competitive card game, but instead of using the traditional trading card game format where you build a deck out of randomized booster packs or the living card game, format where you get all of the cards outright and then buy full expansion sets later keyforge will use an entirely new format called a unique deck game what that means is that the players will buy a pre-made 36 card deck that is a completely unique combination of cards from the game no other deck in the world will be exactly like it and it can't be altered or customized in any way even huh. having its own unique card back and name to distinguish the <gasps> cards in it I like that. And that quote. is a money train right there. Yeah. End quote. So it also, so basically your deck comes, uh, every deck they print has a randomized, what, how, there's like seven different houses or factions in this game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of lore behind it, as you would figure with Garfield and right. his games. Um, so, and the card back is like a random combination of like the house, different seals, and a procedurally generated name. So your deck can only be used with cards in your deck. Obviously, we're going to have people that make house rules where you can mix and match right, things. Right. But this game is intended that if you want to get into this game, you go out. It's ten dollars to buy a deck. That's not wow. bad. You spend ten dollars. You get the deck. You can play it against anyone else. And your deck is unlike anyone else's. I period. I like that. The yeah. starter box for this, which comes with two decks that are standard and then two randomized. And all the everything else that you need is like 40 bucks. That's not bad. So a lot of people are praising it for its low ground to get in. Yeah, it, it absolutely. Doesn't, you're, don't, you're not going to get this game. And unless you want more different decks to work with, you don't have to feel like you need to go out and spend thousands yeah, cause, of dollars. Because like yeah. a starter edition for Magic is like 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. If you want everything. Yeah, and then you get the deck builders toolkits, oh which God. cost about twenty dollars a piece, give or take, depending Booster on where packs you get them. That are like four or five bucks a piece. At and because it takes out the deck building aspect of it, like don't get me wrong, they're not trying to compete with magic. That's no. not the intent here. You're not gonna compete with. He's magic. not gonna compete with his own baby. Right. So what I think is good about it is that it's bringing people who are maybe don't want to get into magic because of the money. Don't want to get into magic because they don't have the time to dedicate into deck construction. <laughs> I'm pointing at myself for the record. I'm pointing at myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many cards out. So many rules have changed. So many things are different now in the world of Magic the Gathering. It's so confusing. I don't have the time no. to spend learning it anymore. Oh, I And know. I don't have the money to sink into it. A well, few... like, Slandrew and Dave, yeah, they, they still play. A few And, like, ago. I was looking at one of Dave's new decks. Like, it's pretty much the latest edition of cards and i'm like what does this mean yeah we were watching them play a couple rounds a few weeks ago or like a month ago or whatever and i felt like i was in an operating room with professional surgeons i was that lost i like understood none of it made any sense i to understood me. enough but it was still like i was reading a, a, a really really hard scientific book yeah because, like, I understood most of it. Like, I knew what haste was. I knew what trample was. But, like, they would add new stuff. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is going on? I like, I... When I got into Magic and my two decks are built before they introduced Planeswalkers as cards. Yeah. Because I was, like, under the impression that, you know... The whole idea was that each player is a planeswalker and you're summoning creatures, like that whole lore thing. Right. And then all of a sudden someone's like, oh, do you have a planeswalker deck? And I'm like, figuring they just meant a Magic the Gathering deck and they were getting a little too into the lore. And I'm like, 
I have a magic deck. Oh, what planeswalkers in it? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> yeah. I like this because it feels like there's not going to be like a, a shiny holographic Charizard situation where this card is special because there's only so many of them. It's like either every card is special in its own way because there's only so many of them or there's, you know, if there's infinite amounts of possibilities or there's so many amounts of possibilities and none of it's rare because it's supposed to be different. They were I saying like a lot of a lot of the idea behind this, as far as um, Mr. Garfield was concerned, was that it he wanted to bring back a lot of the wonder that people had when like when you first got into magic and everything was new and, you know, you hadn't like, oh, this card is rare and it's worth this much. It's by this artist. It right. has this and like trying to build a deck around combos and all before you got into the nitty gritty and the numbers of it, just like. The I'm going to go out, I'm going to buy a deck, I'm going to play with that deck, and it's going to be wonderful. Right. Yeah. Ooh, pretty. So, yeah. And I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Now, as far as an actual release date, I've heard a couple different things. I've heard from some sources coming next month, and I've heard from some people that it won't come out till November. Have you talked Either to way, guys this at year, Game Nights? Because they might know. I was intending to stop by there today, but then we got hit with a crazy storm, and I was, that yeah. street yeah. was blocked off for a sidewalk sale. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess I'm it's not stopping weekend. today. So I'll probably park somewhere else and because i do want to ask them if they're going to carry it right you can pre-order it right now uh if you go i think it's like fantasy fantasyflightgames.com and they have they do have the pre-order up for keyforge so everybody who orders this will get something different than we could all order it right now and we i think with the different. with the starter box two of the decks are pre-built for learning purposes that would and the other two that come with it are the your usual what you'd get randomized right i'm so into it i'm really into and it and i hate card games <laughs> because i you can spend the ten dollars on a deck and not feel like if i don't buy more cards someone's going to be a lot better than me right yeah the only reason i'm going to buy another deck is for the sake of having another deck yeah really we're like we i'm sure that when seth got all of his i almost said pokemon cards when he got all his magic cards stolen that one time and that was thousands of dollars and everybody pulled in to get him not even a fraction of what he had and everybody gave him all their magic cards that was all of the cards that i had that was a lot of the cards that you had and it wasn't a fraction of what he had but i'm sure it was hundreds of dollars worth of cards yeah and like that's what's crazy to me. I like the way that the, the design for these cards now. I'm going to end up reading through this whole thing to get the lore and <laughs> everything else. Yeah. Like, because it comes with key tokens because you're supposed to, like, forge three keys to win the game or something like that. I don't entirely know how this goes. I need to look up how it plays. But yeah. the design for the cards, the backs looks very nice. And then the front, there's usually so much going on on a magic card with the front of your card between, right. like, flavor text and effect text, the artwork and all this other information that you need to know as a player. And they seem like they've streamlined it yeah. to keep things very simplistic. Which is good. Like It's almost like the same aesthetic of um, Hearthstone, where mm -hmm. they're just trying to keep things simple and to the point. That's all anybody wants. It is. If you make things too attractive, I turn into some weird bird who, like, I can't look at it. <laughs> Poofs up. <laughs> yeah. Starts doing a weird dance. <laughs> Shoves her head in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking ostriches. But yeah, that's all I've got for Keyforge. Yeah, I just okay. thought it was really cool because I was Kev, boss man Kev brought it up to me the other yeah. day and I'm like, is this a new like online card game for my phone? And he's like, no, there's a physical card game. And I'm like, cool. And they're procedurally generated. I was like so intrigued. Mm -hmm. Might have to might have to get the uh, starter kit. Yeah. I mean, 40 bucks. Like, At least to, to try it out and see yeah. what you did. Like, it sounds cool. I want to pre-order a deck and I don't even know many other. Well, I know Kev will probably play. I'll You'll play, probably be into yeah. it. Uh, honestly, it seems like it's going to be it's going to be easy to get into because yeah. if I'm like, hey, get into this card game, like my problem with Weisschwartz is if I go, hey, get into Weisschwartz. OK, well, how much is a deck? Well, they range from twenty dollars to a couple hundred. <laughs> uh, you have to find them in English because most of them are in Japanese and you can't mix anime. Right. It's yeah. like, OK, you've completely turned me off. I don't yeah, even want to learn the rules now. So with but with this being like, OK, it's simple. It looks pretty and it'll only cost you ten dollars to have the only deck you'll ever need. Right. Yep. We I should like do like a Men in Black series where it's like, go pull it out. What? The last deck you'll ever use. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, too, because like watching Andrew and Dave play with Dave's two decks. Yeah. He knew exactly what cards were going to do what against the cards Andrew was playing with. And for Dave, that's very fun because he loves to win. Yeah. But for like 
for me, a spectator. That was like, oh, this, this isn't fun. Spectato. Not only do I not know what's going on, because it's confusing, but like, I know you're going to win because you know exactly what's going to happen. Right. That's not fun for me. So this, I feel like any time you play with somebody else, anything could happen. I think that's very cool. It's true, because you never know what you're going to be up against. You can't be like, oh, you have this type of deck. You have a mill deck. I know exactly how to counter that. My yeah. elf deck can take care of you. Exactly. Right. Oh, you have a life drain deck. Like, they're built around specific things, and no deck in this is going to be specifically built around a combo. Yeah, I think it's super cool. I think it's going to keep it from getting too broken. Yeah. I would hopefully. definitely. I would definitely. Ho yeah, hopefully. Collect, Fingers crossed. Collect decks. I have th uh, three things, three little things. Just tack on at the end here. Um, Castlevania season two of the Netflix original show. Um, there's a trailer out now. Season two hits Netflix October 26th. That's really yes. cool. Forgot that yes. was a Haven't seen the first season yet. Um, we <laughs> talked about Diva's. Trevor would like it blaster. if he would leave his testicles alone. <laughs> um, and the Spiral Reignited trilogy, uh, it's hit the presses that the, the game, the physical game is only the disc only comes with the first game and that there's going to be a day one update that has the other two games. And a lot of people are mad, which I get if you don't have eh. internet, I get you being mad that like I had to take my PS4 somewhere else to do this. I understand that's a problem, but like you can only fit so much information on a disc before it doesn't work anymore. I don't want them to fit three whole updated HD games on a disc and it run like shit. So for me, I don't give a shit. How did it work happening. with Crash? All three games are on the disc. It was they didn't have like a day one update or anything. Not to my knowledge. Oh, no. I mean, granted, so the spiral games could be slightly bigger too. It could be. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, both have been completely rebuilt from the ground up. Yeah. Am I concerned about it? No. no. Let's let's be completely honest. If you bought a PS4 knowing full well you have no internet connection, You're what are you doing with your life? Yeah. How do you? Yeah. How do you do? Anything? How do you survive? Like, first off, you can go to a library. <laughs> it's okay. It's free. They will let you just take their internet. Or have a friend or go to your parents' house or something. There's so many options. You have to. You can't be that mad about if it. If you're going to be in the current generation of gaming, you really need to have at least some sort of an internet connection or a best friend that you can be like, hey, yeah. can I come over to your house and update everything? There are options. That's Even if fine. You have but no friends and you're homeless, but you have a PS4 somehow, go to the library. We live They'll in a world you. where if you go job hunting, they go, oh, the application's online, go home and do it. Yep. Okay. That's it's that expected at this point. Yep. So I can't say that you, there's any real reason for anyone to be mad, especially if you're going to get them for free regardless. Yep. But really, I would much rather a game play very smoothly because it's not a bunch of information cram jammed onto one disc. Even if it were to run smoothly, I don't really care. I would I just I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Whatever. Stop being mad about silly yeah. things, people. That's all I had because we talked about everything else during the thing like the, cool. the Life is Strange 2 teaser and Diva's Nerf Blaster. Sweet. That's all I had. I was just, I've been really amped up since Kevin told me about Keyforge. I re I wanted to be out freaking now. I would buy me a deck and I'd learn to play tonight. Yeah. But I've all I've been able to do is go on. You can YouTube search Keyforge card game and you'll find some videos from uh, the Comic-Con that, that was announced at. It looks really cool. There's also a cinematic trailer for it, which <laughs> is. It sounds really it looks silly so for good. a card game. There's there's been more lore put into this card game than has been put into some of the other like actual video games I've played. There's also a new um, cinematic for WoW. Saw that for a battle. Of Saw that come out. Azeroth. Uh, I'm gonna. I haven't watched it yet. Me neither. But apparently, it's making a lot of people that are horde take off their shoulder pads. Oh. Because that's what has the horde flag on it. Okay. Something Scared. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, is that's, thing. that's all I I read. So uh, as a final note, I at Kevin's recommendation, uh, he was talking about the old Republic, the Star Wars online yeah. game and how the cinematics for it were absolutely beautiful. So I went and watched all the cinematics. They're which amazing. I before they? I felt like whoever directed at Blizzard, the World of Warcraft cinematic trailers was also behind these because of the like the score, the way everything was put together. It was beautifully animated, mm -hmm. especially considering the time it came out. Like, huh. Oh, weirdly speaking of that, I wanted to mention this, but I didn't really know where because it's not about games, but it's about nerd shit. Tobey Maguire edited the Hobbit trilogy into one movie. <laughs> Wait, Tobey Maguire did? Yeah. Because I knew someone back when the third one first came out and like had hit did like hit dvd blu-ray yeah someone took all three and put them into an ultra cut yeah which is about four and a half to five hours but it more closely ties into the book yeah and it cuts no. out a lot of the extra garbage apparently toby mcguire just loves to relax with uh 
editing movies together and he made it into like a, I think two and a half hour actually following the book story. Is there somewhere I can watch it? No. Darn it. He did. Toby McGuire, it. if you're listening, uh, he... just do me a favor. <laughs> drop me an email and let oh, us no, know. I'm sorry. It wasn't Toby McGuire. It was Topher Grace. Um, Topher Grace. You can probably understand why I would get those two confused. I can't because Toby McGuire brings a very specific face to mind. Topher Grace is to- that 70s show. Yeah. Eric. Which one? Eric. Oh, Eric. The yeah, main Eric kid. Oh, okay. He was Eddie in that Spider-Man's. He was Venom in Spider-Man yeah. 3. I, oh. The T names I got. Com- T okay. names and white men. I'm so sorry to either of you. But it was Topher Grace who did it. Apparently that's how he unwinds. He also did this for the Star Wars prequel trilogy. The first three movies. Well, the... One episode one, one through three. three. And I guess he made it a really beautiful story about Anakin's struggle. And I hope he cut out the part about sand. He yeah. And he like only a f- specific audience saw the viewing of that movie and then no one ever in history. So he made this beautiful like Hobbit story and no one's ever going to see it. Great. I'm so like I'm I a little know, upset about it. I don't know what to do with this because it's there. Eric Foreman from that 70s show did this thing and no one will ever see it. Oh, shove your, weird, boot up, uh, shove your boot up his ass. It's a weird thing. So that brings us to the end of our news for the week. A lot of sadness. Not a lot of, uh, I was hoping we'd have more sexy news for our 69 episode. I tried so hard. But it'll yeah. be next week. <laughs> yeah. Episode 70. Looking back at the 69 episode. Because I, I should have thought ahead and played a lot more Nutaku games, but I didn't. I Sorry, guys. But uh, we will catch you again next week. Thank you so much for listening. We have been the Twig Crew, and we will see you again next week for more gaming news. Until then, happy gaming. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a production of YDG Studios. Your hosts are Sarah Green, Josh Needham, and whoever Jeff decides to be this week. The podcast is organized by Sarah Green and edited and produced by Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by our patrons, For Love of Nerd and Eileen Hubbard. Thank you. To learn more about Yadude and all the things we do, check out yadudegamers.com. Yeah,